Fairly Satisfied Podcast. I am your host, Life Coach Jamie Wilkins. I help female entrepreneurs increase their connection to themselves and increase their gratitude to help them get the results they dream of. Today, my guest is Jennifer Bourget, who is a former journalist turned award-winning digital creator. At Cherish365, she chronicles her life as a mom of three, covering everything from parenting to education to home to diversity and inclusion all through the lens of encouraging others to cherish every day. We are going to talk about activism today, and here is our interview. Welcome, Jennifer, to the podcast. Thanks. Excited to be here. So tell us a little bit about your business. So my business, Cherish365, uh, is started as a blog. It had a different name when I started back in 2008. It was babymakingmachine.com. It was basically my journey towards becoming a mom and what I thought that would mean for me. Um, it was just a side hobby where I wrote kind of anonymously a little bit while I was working full-time as a journalist. Um, but over the years, it evolved. And... Um, about, let's see, maybe three years ago, I um, decided to rebrand, uh, change it to Cherish 365 because I felt it fit more with um, where I wanted to go with my messaging, just about cherishing every day and enjoying the time uh, that we have with our families and appreciating and being grateful and having gratitude for the things that make us unique. And um, so I did this whole rebrand, and then I found out I was expecting our third child. So, um, but I, I was like, oh, no, I'm not changing back. Like, the brand still fits. And it kind of worked really well because it's, um, you know, having another kid and enjoying these moments with her as well. So, um, yeah, I do a lot of my writing on my blog, but I also have an Instagram page. It's just my name, Jennifer Bourget, and that's where I share a lot of the day-to-day things uh, in my stories and in my posts. and. Um, we also, of course, have YouTube and Facebook and all those other things too. I think you have to have everything nowadays. <laughs> That's cool. And it's fun that it started as just a hobby and then grew into more. Yeah. So how did you start with activism in your blog and were you scared to do so? You know, I think activism, um, I don't know. I guess I don't think of it as that with that specific term or word when I'm writing about what I'm writing about. Like, I think, um, as activists, you can be an activist about anything you're passionate about. Right. You know, like it's any kind of message or cause that you feel like talking about and sharing. And I I talk about this all the time with my husband and my close friends, like, what are your hills to die on? Like, what are things that you are going to go and, you know, willing to, um, like, I don't want to say argue with people about, but willing to, you know, really stick your neck out for and not back down on um, what are those important things for you. And I didn't maybe know this until I, until the recent, like more popular conversations surrounding Black Lives Matter, how diversity and inclusion was such a big part of uh, my writing and things that I care about. Um, and, you know, a lot of the posts that I've written over the years were tied into that kind of conversation. And I guess you could say, you know, activism, like teaching people how being colorblind isn't the goal and, um, you know, about accepting others and, um, you know, 
learning, trying to understand our differences and appreciating our differences and things like that. And, and I guess, like I said, you know, I never really saw it as the term quote unquote, as an activist, it was just, you know, this is what I care about. This is what I'm passionate about. And this is what I'm sharing. Um, but I guess I just kind of naturally fell into it. So when this conversation did come up, when everyone was talking about it, it was like, oh, I already have all these posts that I've written. Let me just share these things, you know, and, and as a way to kick off these conversations some more. Can you tell my listeners who haven't read your blog a little bit about some of the posts that have been really popular right now? Yeah. So some of the posts that have been popular are, you know, why being colorblind isn't the goal. Like, you know, do, like, they, yeah, see me as who I am. You know, I'm a black woman and it's okay to notice that I'm black and you don't need to be shy about saying, you know, um, oh yeah, the Jennifer, you know, the black blogger or whatever, like as long as you're using it in a positive tone, it, you don't have to feel bad about saying that or noticing what I look like, you know, that's just a part of who I am. Um, so that post kind of explaining more of that and how to, how I talk about it with my kids and suggestions for how people could do that is one of my popular posts. Another is on being married to a white police officer and us having a black son, a biracial son, but I mean, how he's also black, you know, how the world sees him and how, however he decides to identify one or both or whatever. Um, and basically just explaining, you know, I have a lot of people who come to me and say, you know, I'm praying for your husband and I, you know, thank you for his service and all this, which like, trust me, I appreciate that so much, especially right now when, uh, as a society, there's such a negative, uh, connotation of police. So I do appreciate that. But, um, I do wonder, you know, at the same time, like, okay, thank you for supporting our police, but I hope that you're also looking and understand, trying to understand Black Lives Matter and, you know, what that phrase means and why we want people to, um, you know, uh, understand what's happening and how it's, um, you know, issues that are within our communities and things like that. So that post kind of talks about not, I don't want to say straddling the line as if, you know, you have to choose one side or the other, but with the way that society has placed things, it's kind of a diary of, of my struggle there and um, sharing how I hope people do try to understand and support both of these sides. Yeah, rather than being super polarizing, which the issues right. can seem. It seems like you're either one or the other. Um, and it's really interesting that that post you actually wrote like five years ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, if I were to write something today, it would be very similar to that, which is why I was like, I don't, it's hard to have the energy every time this conversation comes up to, you know, uh, write new things and share. Like, I mean, it's, it's so draining. It's, it's draining. Like, I think, we heard a lot about this, like in the black community, like having these conversations can feel very draining. And then I feel like as being a law enforcement wife, it's like also draining for all of them. And then having, being in both situations, it's like, oh my gosh, I just want to like crawl into a hole and never come back out. But I know that these conversations are important, especially um, being in my position. So it's, nice that I do have those <laughs> posts that I can just kind of whip out, like, want to know what I think? Okay, read this, you know. Yeah, and it, it, yeah. Is, an, uh, it is emotional labor, and to right. try to ed educate, it, 
it's a lot to balance, especially like when you didn't start your blog as a means to educate us about Black Lives Matter or about law enforcement or any of these things, um, yeah. but that they've come up and you have chosen to address them, which I think yeah. is admirable. Well, thank you. So what is your approach to activism? I think we kind of got a taste for it, but yeah. last question. Um, I mean, my personal approach is really through writing and conversations with people. Um, like whenever I share a post on Instagram or Facebook and people want to have conversations with me, like I am more than willing to chat in, you know, most commonly right now it's DMs, but if someone wants to have like a phone conversation and try to understand something more deeply, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. I mean, I think that conversations um, are so important, like one-on-one -on -one conversations and not like just debates in comment sections on things where things are taken out of context. I think that we have the potential to make so much progress if we have these quote unquote face-to-face -face conversations and more like seeing each other as humans and not as strangers behind a screen that don't have any feelings or just because they don't see like us, you know, it, it automatically like dehumanizes this person who has a whole other life behind the screen. So I think that um, for me, you know, my uh, way, my mode of activism, I think is really just trying to have conversations like sharing my story and sharing my thoughts and then responding to people. And, um, you know, I've come to understand that not everyone's going to be happy about what I'm saying. Like you can't please everyone, but, um, I'm more than willing to have discussions with people and to be, you know, as long as we're being respectful, I think that that's what's important. It's, you know, you're, we're allowed to disagree and we're allowed to, um, you know, um, not agree on every point, but I think just being respectful of one another, like not crossing the line of, of disrespect is really important. So uh, that's what I like to do. Like I, um, before COVID, my kids and I loved doing MLK marches and, um, you know, little events at like the Carver Museum here in Austin and things like that. Um, doing a lot of learning within the home and teaching. Uh, those are my main modes. Like I'm not with my my youngest one who just turned two is a wild child so i don't typically go out to a lot of things with her but um so yeah conversations online and on the phone and in person is yeah i think that actually talking to a black person about what's going on is so powerful and it's not like a single black person is a representative of the entire race and can answer all your questions. Right. And, and so you shouldn't right, right. go into a conversation thinking that, <laughs> but um, right. it's still so important to get perspectives and to really understand, because I think sometimes we get the messages that, okay, well, it's not okay to say this, or it's not okay um, to do whatever, or, or this is um, disrespectful of black people, and to actually understand why and to understand different people's perspectives, that's how you better yourself and understand right. what's going on and, and why Absolutely. these causes are so important. Absolutely.
So what advice do you have for entrepreneurs who want to use their platform for activism? You know, all of us are so unique and our businesses are all unique because the person behind them is a different person. So I think that activism is going to look different for every person in their business. And I think that what's really important is to remember the motivation behind your business and, and how you started and what makes you unique and what makes you different and how you're pouring your heart into that. Like that is how you should also approach weaving in activism because I think when you try to focus on doing it like someone else does it, then the message could get lost. And we have to focus on doing it in a way that's true to ourselves and true to our business. My two guiding principles in my business are authenticity and gratitude. So how do you use authenticity and gratitude in your business and in activism? Um, wow. You know, that's interesting. So I, I love how those are your guiding principles. And I think without me having stated specific guiding principles for myself, I think those are very along the lines of, of what my business is and my message. Um, yeah, because I always talk about like individuality, I guess, which is very similar to authenticity and then gratitude, like cherishing, you know, each day. Um, okay, but what was your question? Because I was just, <laughs> I okay. love that about your business. That's okay. Um, I just was saying, how do you use authenticity and gratitude in your business and activism? Yeah, I mean, I think those are things that are kind of naturally intertwined in my business. So authenticity is simple. Like, I see that very similar to individuality, but I think the main difference is um, with mine is like when you're focused on who you are as an individual and your unique attributes and what makes you you, and you're sharing that with others through your business, that is being authentic, right? That's like being yourself, being your true self. So, um, in my business, I like sharing so much of myself online like I mean it's it's of course it's not like you're not seeing everything you're not seeing the whole picture but um I do try to make sure that everything I share is true to who I am and I think that in my business where I work with a lot of brands sometimes that can be where the tricky part comes in because I'm like all right I do love this brand that I'm sharing like I wouldn't be working with them if I um didn't but um, making sure that I'm sharing it in a way that is true to me and not like just a way that the brand would share it if it was on their page. So that's been something that I've um, been making sure I try to weave in. Like re just recently I've done campaigns with brands like Dove and like I have to send over a draft before I, I actually end up publishing it. And I'd written a draft and I sent it over and then they came back with a few tweaks and then I was like, you know what, I'm actually going to rewrite this because while I did hit all the points that you wanted me to mention, um, and while this all everything I'm saying is true, it's not in my authentic voice, like in a way that is completely, you know, mine. And I'm a storyteller, and that is something that makes me unique. So I need to kind of weave in a story here somewhere. So I ended up rewriting it, and it felt a lot better. And it got, I know that it performed a lot better than it would have had I gone with the original draft. Um, so I think uh, 
yeah, I mean, that really weaves in for me. I think working with brands, authenticity is super important and something that I'm constantly thinking about. And then gratitude, I mean, that's, I feel like when I'm not posting some kind of brand collab, I'm usually writing about gratitude in some way or another, just with, um, you know, so much of it's about my family and um, our home and uh, like really like our little space here that we have in Texas and um, just being so grateful for that and trying to find little things that I'm grateful for, even though times right now are kind of crazy and turbulent, like just finding the little things to be grateful for every day. And I think that that resonates with a lot of people sharing that. Yeah. I think your authenticity or your authentic self is grateful and that plays back into authenticity. Like they both go together. Right. Awesome. Well, um, do you have any parting thoughts you want to leave with my listeners? You know, activism, I think with everything that we've gone through over these past few months, like we notice, at least I've noticed like different, very um, obvious trends in what everyone's talking about and feeling like everyone should be talking about it in the same way. And, you know, it's like, okay, should I be sharing this meme too? Should I be posting a black spirit too? Should I be, you know, like, what am I doing? And I think that um, with these different causes, whether it's Black Lives Matter, human trafficking, like um, first responders, like whatever your hill to die on is, um, you know, all, there are so many issues that we tackle And while I think it's great that the world is rallying behind certain specific issues, I think it's also important to remember that there are, it's not like there's 10 checkboxes and please pick two and these are the ones that you need to focus on. Like what calls to you and what is your hill to die on? And maybe it's something that no one's talking about right now that you can shed a light on that um, of something that's really important. So, um, you know, remember that you can be, an activist and you can um, shed light on issues that are important and just doing some digging and finding out what those issues are that are most important to you. I feel like we are getting the same message over and over again right now, which can be helpful, but also your voice may ring out more if you are representing a problem that is not getting as much attention. Um, It can get a little bit, I mean, it goes both ways. Like, oh, you hear that message over and over again. And then you start thinking, oh, maybe that is a problem. Oh, maybe, you know, or you you see it so much and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard this already, you know? Right. So it can go either way. But I think also, you know, like you were talking about posts that I've written five years ago. I mean, if there's something that is calling you that you are drawn to and you want to write about and share about and like express to people whenever it does become a trend like you're gonna you're gonna be like I've been talking about this for years here's you know some of the research I've done here is some of the information I've shared in the past like you know this is what I'm talking about and it doesn't feel like you're just jumping on a bandwagon you know thank you so much Jennifer for coming on for sharing about yourself and I think your activism is just being you being who you are you are a black woman you're married to a white man you have biracial children And you are ready to share about that. And I think that that is really important. So thank you. Well, thanks so much for having me. This is great. 
Jennifer did a great job of giving us entrepreneurs ideas of how to be activists as an entrepreneur. And a lot of it is just authenticity. It's figuring out what's important to you and then figuring out how you want to message that and tell your followers about it. If you want to find Jennifer, you can find her on Instagram at Jennifer Bourget. Her website is Cherish365. Now, if you head over to my website, SincerelySatisfied.com, you'll find the show notes for this episode, as well as links to the two blog posts that we reference in today's episode. If you want to follow me, I am at Sincerely Satisfied on Instagram and Facebook, and you can email me at jamie at sincerelysatisfied.com. Have a great week. Be grateful. Stay authentic.